my friend, you can't talk about strengthening family relationships without the occasional deep dive into your marriage. And it is Valentine's Day this week, so we are talking date night. How do you make it happen? How do you make it awesome? Date night is not a magic wand to save a marriage, but it is often a really great part of a healthy and happy marriage. So I'm excited for this conversation, friend. We're going to talk through how to get things started, ideas for the actual date itself without spending a ton of time or money or stress, and what do you do afterward? How do you make sure it can happen again, not just once a year on Valentine's Day? So I am glad you're here for a little deep dive conversation into the wonderful world of married date night. This is episode 178 of the Love Your People Well podcast, where we are all about building healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. And I'm so glad you're here. If we haven't met yet, my name is Jess and I love talking about marriage. I love family life and helping moms actually enjoy it and not get caught up in things that are so easily distracting and discouraging, but not ultimately helpful for enjoying those relationships. I am a marriage therapist um, here in South Carolina. I'm a pastor's wife. I'm a mom of four, and I'm excited for this conversation because I know that getting more date nights or enjoying the date nights that you have more is going to be a great blessing for your marriage. So um, I'll give you the disclaimer, of course, that yes, I am a marriage therapist, but I'm not your therapist. And uh, obviously there are times when a marriage is is beyond um, turning to date night as like the solution or the magic wand um, and reach out for help. If you're at that point, you are definitely not alone. And I do have a lot of great resources on my website at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash marriage. Um, you can find a lot of blog posts there and um, resources and, and freebies and devotionals and lots of good stuff. So make sure to head over there. Um, but let's start talking a little bit about date night. And the first thing that we have to talk about is how do we make sure it actually happens? We need to get the barriers out of the way, get the excuses out of there, get the roadblocks smoothed out. And the way you do this is going to depend on what your particular barrier is. For some of us, we're not having a lot of date nights because we're just fighting and there's a lot of conflict and we're just, you know, we're, we're at each other's throats. We're not seeing eye to eye. And the idea of a date night is just not really appealing while you're in the middle of a big argument. So work through it. Work on that communication. Grab my free conflict resolution checklist. Sit down and talk it out. Maybe plan a date night anyway. Get some laughter. Do something fun. Distract yourselves. Sometimes that can change up what that conflict conversation sounds like. But don't let those things that are getting in the way stay there. It's really common to have that barrier of feeling too busy and too stressed to make time for it, but I bet you would make time for a doctor's appointment if your kid was sick, and so put it on the calendar. 
spend money ahead of time. Buy tickets to that big concert, that big game. If you've spent the money, you're a lot more likely to go. You might need to kind of work around the barrier, but nothing should make you so busy or or so stressed or so crazy that you can't set aside time for your husband. It doesn't need to be a big, fancy, hours upon hours type of event to help you connect. There's a common barrier there of not having enough money, not having the finances for a great date night. And we are going to talk through some ideas for how to make it free and fun and fabulous. And so don't think that money is stopping you. Get creative. Um, Sometimes that's a fun game. How can we have the most fun while spending the least amount of money? What's the cheapest meal in town that we could have? What's something we can enjoy romantically without leaving the house? Get creative. And I would also encourage you thinking about barriers that get in the way is to recognize what is your particular barrier? What is his particular barrier? And sometimes that's really inside our own head that we are waiting for him to make the plan and we're getting more and more frustrated and maybe we're dropping hints, but we're not actually talking about it or just deciding it's it's important enough to happen that I'm going to do it myself. If we're always thinking about the negative or assuming the worst, um, if you're kind of dreading date night because maybe intimacy is just eh, not that great, it's kind of boring, maybe not that enjoyable for you, those are all going to put a giant roadblock in front of having and enjoying a great date night with your husband. And I don't want you to stay there. You can do something about any of those barriers that I just listed. Um, And I'll mention as well, because I have some good resources on the website for conflict and communication. Um, If you're in the Faith Fiverr Club with us, we have a 30-day challenge right now into those biblical marriage habits and included in your workbook is a 30-day challenge for romance, some ideas for every day of the month to build up that romance. Um, It's not too late to join us and grab that workbook if you're not yet in the Faith Fiverr Club. There are plenty of resources there. And um, since Valentine's Day is this week, I will mention particularly that barrier around intimacy because that really can happen for so many wives that we're just, uh, we want the romance, we want the connection, we want the flowers and the lights and the chocolate cake. But when it comes to that time in the bedroom, eh, we can kind of take it or leave it. It's not our top priority, but that's an important part of marriage. And I don't have specific resources myself for that area. Um, because I don't have the deep dive into it that some other people have. And so I have a link I'll put a link here in the in the show notes description, but I have on my website as well. Um, but I recommend these online courses from Sheila Ray Gregoire. She's Christian. She's funny. Her courses are very affordable. I mean, they're cheaper than most date nights, and yet they are really going to help you um, try some different tips, figure out what's going on, and start enjoying intimacy more. So don't think just because it's this awkward topic that that's the barrier that makes it okay to avoid date night. Absolutely not. And also don't think that you have to end every date night in the bedroom being intimate together to have a great time. 
You find systems that work for you and your husband, but all those different roadblocks, all those different barriers, there are ways around them. You have to work through it. Maybe it might not happen, you know, just because you decided it would happen and boom, tomorrow, everything is better, but absolutely you can make change happen. So date night is more enjoyable and more consistent. So then let's talk about number two here. You got those barriers out of the way. Now you need to get in the mood. My friend, whether you've planned the date night or he's planned the date night, your perspective on it, expectations of it, your attitude toward the night is going to have a huge influence on if you enjoy it. So get in the mood. Daydream. Think back on some favorite um, moments of intimacy in your past. You know, imagine and and think about what you're looking forward to with your husband. Um, Wear the lingerie all day. Like you don't have to wait until you're home from the date. Wear the sexy clothes. Wear the thing that makes you feel beautiful and desirable. Flirt with your husband at breakfast that morning. You know, tell him what you're excited about. Send him that text with the little kissy face emoji, you know, do things that get you in the mood, get him in the mood. So by the time date night rolls around, you're excited. You're ready. You're not just like, oh, shoot, the babysitter's here. Gosh, what, what should I wear? What am I going to do? Invest some time in your thoughts and your planning and your preparation, and you're going to get a lot more out of the date itself. Let me interrupt our conversation just for a moment to invite you to join me over in the Faith Fiverr Club. This is our private community where every month we go deep into a different topic of family life. With a private podcast, a personal workbook, month by month, encouragement and resources, join us at patreon.com forward slash love your people well. All right, let's get back to our conversation. So you got the barriers out of the way, you're getting in the mood, let's get some ideas for the actual date. If you only do one a year, okay, it's probably, you don't need that many ideas, but hopefully this is a habit, a regular thing, not only your anniversary and Valentine's Day, but it's a regular thing. So I'm going to toss out some ideas here. Let's start with some freebies. My friend, you don't have to leave the house to have a great date night. You might not believe me, but just give it a try. So if you're really looking for um, free and fun and easy and convenient, maybe you don't even need a babysitter, stay home and change the space. Toss everything on the floor into the closet. Um, Dim the lights and put on some candles. Put on that Barry White CD. If you always sit on the couch, go out back and sit on the porch. If, you know, you have the same... 10 different meals every night. You're on a rotation. That's great with the kids. It's nice and easy. Well, order in takeout or or order in takeout. I guess you would get takeout or order in or, you know, make that fancy meal that you never have. Make a chocolate cake or whatever. Make it something special, even though you haven't left. Put on the fun dress that you love to wear that makes you feel amazing. Even at the end of the day, Instead of pajamas, put on the dress. Make the home environment more date-like. Plan an activity um, where you're touching each other. You know, you can snuggle up on the couch. Maybe that's, 
just something different, something where you're physically connecting with each other. Um, you can play some version that works for you of strip poker, pick a board game, or even on a TV show. Hey, every time they do a close up on that guy's face, you know, we're, we're taking our action step here. Whatever it is that makes it fun, makes it intimate, makes you connect, have a picnic on, you know, the living room floor with strawberries and whipped cream. Like it doesn't need to be a big thing. doesn't need to be fancy. Um, thinking above and beyond like what's happening in the living room. Maybe you write each other a steamy love letter and then you read it out loud to each other. Put on that that mood music in the background and like you've got you've got a date right here. It might be quick. It might not last all night, but it's going to be romantic. It's going to help you connect. Um, you can create little, this is maybe not really a date, but little phrases like inside joke type of things that you know, hey, when this, when I say this in a conversation, it's like your secret code to each other. What I'm really thinking about is mm, what we're going to do on Friday night or what's going to happen tonight when we get home. And, you know, you have those little secret inside moments together. Um, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Sometimes you just have to get creative. But if you are willing to leave the house, you got the sitter, you're going to invest the time and maybe the money, um, do some sort of activity that's really exhilarating and gets your adrenaline pumping. You go um, go to some big loud football game for his favorite team, go bungee jumping, like do something that's totally out of the norm, norm and it, it's going to get your, your blood flowing, that adrenaline pumping. Um, that might be a fun and out of the box activity for your date. Um, picking something really not based necessarily on what you want to do. Obviously that can be great for a date night, but especially if you find they're just not happening that frequently or, or we're getting in kind of a rut with our date nights, then think outside the box. Try something totally different. Do a Google search online for a crazy date night ideas and something will pop up that you haven't tried before. And if you can find something that caters to your husband, maybe it's not the most recent chick flick. Maybe it is going to a football game, eating at his favorite restaurant. And, and sometimes for men, if you're doing an activity rather than sitting and looking at each other, like you might do at the dinner table, um, that can help guys to open up and talk and connect um, that's just kind of how they're wired. There's a little less pressure on like, did I say the right thing or did I have the right look on my face? You can just do something and have a shared experience together. And for some men that, that really helps them open up and connect. There are so many ideas out there about what you can do on a date night, uh, but just get those ideas flowing. Maybe it's something I just mentioned. Maybe you're going online and finding someone else's idea. Ask your girlfriends what some of their favorite date nights have been. Uh, recreate one of your early dates from those early days when you were so smitten with each other and you're just wondering, is he going to hold my hand tonight? You know, go recreate that if you live in the same town or you could do a similar activity. Um, don't let a lack of ideas stand in the way of a great date night doesn't have to cost much money, doesn't have to even take a ton of time, does not have to be big and fancy and complicated. It just needs to be you and your husband 
setting time aside to focus on each other and enjoy each other's company. But let's move on here. Okay, we've got the barriers out of the way. We're in the mood. We've got some ideas. What do we do if it's not going great? How do we get back on track? Maybe that's in the middle of the date. Hopefully it's in the middle rather than after. But if you're just feeling like, eh, this is kind of boring. This is not that great. We just are not connecting. We're not seeing eye to eye. That might be a time to just kind of hit pause, excuse yourself, go to the bathroom, touch up your lipstick, um, get your mind back on straight. You know, maybe there's some of that negative thinking has started to creep in. Uh, Maybe it's a moment for prayer, but just taking a pause, leaving for a moment, going to the bathroom is kind of the perfect excuse there. You might need to check your expectations or take a moment and try to think about how did we get off track? Why are we talking about the budget? Why are we talking about work? You know, make a little game plan for how how you want to go back in, what you want to talk about next. Um, You know, fluff your hair and pinch your cheeks and (laughs) do what you need to do so you can go back feeling beautiful and thinking positively and, and maybe changing up the direction of the conversation. Um, maybe you change the activity. You go back out and you say, hey, this restaurant is cool, but I saw a food truck up the street and that looks way more your style. Let's get a hot dog and let's walk and talk. And you know, whatever it might be, it's okay to kind of, well, I don't know why a football analogy is in my head right now, maybe because the Super Bowl just happened, which I did not watch, but kind of call that Hail Mary and say, hey, this isn't really what we wanted. Let's just get out of here and go do something different. It might be in your mind as far as what you're thinking about. It might be an activity and changing that up. But if you're really feeling stuck and you've tried some different things and it's just feeling like this date is really not that great, it's not that amazing, not that every date has to be, you know, some spectacular thing to write home about, but if you're not having a great time or you're not feeling very connected, which is ultimately the goal of date night, building that connection and that intimacy, well, start telling him things that you love about him, things that you find attractive about him. Start remembering out loud favorite memories together. It's almost impossible to not have a good time with someone who's telling you how amazing you are and how much they love you. Um, And it's okay to turn that into maybe a little bit of a joke if he's not responding, because most of us will. If someone tells us some great things, we're likely to respond reciprocally, you know, to tell them, well, here's something I love about you. Here's something amazing about you. And if he doesn't go there, because men think differently than women, make a joke out of it. Ask him like, okay, I just told you some fun stuff. Take a moment. I'm going to give you time, honey. Ha ha ha. You know, but tell me something. (laughs) What's one of your favorite memories of when we first met? What was it you first noticed about me across the room that night that we met? You know, ask him some questions that get the conversation focused on happiness and memories and things that you guys like. And that can change the direction of the date night. Um, and I'll mention here again, I now, you know, I had to hit pause and keep going, but I think, I think I already mentioned this just in case I didn't. Um, sometimes things aren't going that great because, well, a whole variety of reasons, but if you were hoping or expecting or planning for your date to end with intimacy. Um, If things aren't really going that great, that might be less likely to happen. But there are 
resources for that. So I just wanted to point you to, I think I have a link. I don't think I know I have a link on my website um, at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash marriage. You can find a link for this. There are some online courses from Sheila Ray Gregoire. She kind of calls herself the Christian sex lady. And I have several of her books and I recommend her frequently. Um, And she's very practical and Christ honoring and funny. And, you know, don't think that there aren't resources to enjoy that part of the date. So I did want to mention that as we talk about kind of getting back on track, if it's not really going that great, um, you know, and maybe you, you had some, some time together behind closed doors and it wasn't that great. Wasn't that amazing. You're not alone. That happens. And if that's a regular thing, then you know, check out those courses from Sheila or um, read a book. You know, you don't probably want to be Googling that kind of thing because I don't even want to know what would pop up if that's what you're Googling for online these days. But there are Christ-honoring, Christian, you know, respectable resources out there that can help you with that part of your marriage. So don't think that if that's the part that's really not going that great, that you're just kind of stuck with it. Um, you can get things back on track. And let's close out with one more thing we want to get. We got the barriers out of the way. We got in the mood. We got some ideas. We got back on track when things weren't going great. Now we need to get it into a routine, into a habit. After the date night, how do you make sure it happens again? And I will say, at least the way a lot of men work, if you do end the date with physical intimacy, it's more likely he's going to want to have another date. That's just the way that men are wired. And so, um, you know, ending on kind of that high note can be a good way to at least easily bring up the conversation to have more date nights to make that a regular thing. But also you can talk about it afterward. Talk about it later that night. Talk about it the next morning at breakfast. Oh, I really had fun when we did this thing. I loved it when you um, you know, told me how beautiful I was. I, I felt so special last night. That was so meaningful to me. Thank you so much. And sometimes that can feel over the top, but the more you reinforce something and repetition reinforces it, positivity reinforces it. That's encouraging that person to do the thing again. We do that all the time with our kids. If they're you know, cleaning up after themselves at the dinner table, I want to make a big deal about it. So they know, oh, that was a good thing. Oh, hey, I should do that again tomorrow. I should do that the next day. That helps to build the habit. So the more that you're making this really big deal about what a great time you had and how thoughtful and wonderful your husband was, he's a lot more likely to want to have another date night and prioritize that in his schedule. Plus that can help you, um, It can help you come up with ideas, you know, hey, I liked this. Hey, we didn't like this. Um, It makes it easier to follow up on that. And it can help even just the day to day because you're focusing on the positive. You're focusing on, I liked this. I appreciated this. And that is always a blessing for your marriage. So that was a ton of different ideas, my friends. Um, But basically, It's kind of that five-step process. Get those barriers out of the way. Get yourself in the mood. Get some ideas. Get back on track if it's not going great. And get a habit 
going. Make it a regular thing. If you wake up the next day and you're saying, honey, I had so much fun. You know what? Two weeks from now, Tuesday, every other Tuesday. Yep. You and me, we're doing it. It's going to be fun. Wink, wink, kissy emoji face in my text message. Like make it meaningful for both of you. Focus on and remind each other about the fun that you had and put it on the calendar. Once it's a regular habit, it's happening frequently, it's a lot less likely that you're going to miss it. You don't really have to think about it as much. And you can just focus on getting in the mood and getting those ideas. And and it's going to, over the long run, enhance that intimacy with your husband. So don't forget, my friend, that um, you can join us right now in the Faith Fiverr Club and get that 30-day deep dive into biblical marriage habits. That is our February challenge. Um, And next month in March, we're going to focus on preparing our hearts and our families for Easter and what some family devotions can look like with our little ones and ourselves to get ready for Easter coming at the end of March. But right now, we're focusing on marriage building those biblical marriage habits. You can join us in the Faith Fiverr Club and get that. Um, And you can find a ton of other great resources at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash marriage. And don't forget, um, I'll put more links there in the show notes. You know, I like to do that because I'm a big fan of resources. And um, I know I tend to listen to podcasts when I'm folding laundry or driving the car and not always in a place where I can (laughs) pause and look up that link or do that thing. Um, so all the links will be there right uh, right there in your podcast app. Uh, that's also where you can subscribe to the show and leave a review. Um, use that little three dot button, copy the link, send a link to your friend who might be feeling a little discouraged in her marriage. Um, yeah, gosh, you can do everything in the podcast app these days, but that's where I'll put the links. That's where you can subscribe and get plugged into this community. And my friend, I'm so glad you're here. I hope it's a wonderful Valentine's Day and just that every date night is better than the last. We will be back on Friday and we'll talk a little bit more about the painful side of marriage, finding hope when your Christian marriage might be struggling. Um, So make sure to circle back for us there or maybe send that link to a friend who might be struggling uh, when it comes out in just a few days. But we'll be back then with more biblical encouragement and practical tips to help you love your people well. So I'm so glad you're here. I'll talk to you on Friday. And until then, hugs and blessings to you, my friend. Talk to you soon. I'm so glad you joined me today for this episode of the Love Your People Well podcast. If you found it helpful or encouraging, please leave a written review to encourage me, but also to help the show grow. You can even copy the link to this episode and text it to a friend. Don't forget to grab all your resources at loveyourpeoplewell.com and join us inside the Faith Fiverr Club for extra perks every week.